Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is a repeat rock star. He's a really, really good friend of mine. I'm so excited to kind of catch up. We were, we were talking before we even started recording here today. He's a soul life balance author, speaker, and life coach. Sam Cabert, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Kirby. It's always great to reconnect with you, and I appreciate you taking the time to uh, spread the good message of soul life balance. Thank you, my man. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I always enjoy get, catching up, bud. So let's, let's start at the top. What are, what are some projects, a project that you're working on right now that has you completely fired up and why? Yeah. So thank you for the question. That's awesome. Um, you know, you did use the word rock star, so I'm going to be completely present with what's going on now, but I've been, um, diving into the breath. You know, we all know about our breath, obviously, because it's like the one thing that we can do both consciously and unconsciously. And mm -hmm. I think in mainstream culture, it's been a very popular topic. Yeah, I'm sure, Kirby, you've been uh, you've been made aware of the book uh, Breath or Is It Breathe by James Nestor. You know, you've yep. probably heard that one. You're, yep. you're a book guy for sure. So <laughs> everyone's talking about breath these days, right? And I am still in the promotional products industry, but back in 2019, like when I started to go through my spiritual awakening journey, the first thing that really opened up my eyes to something more than the way I was living and my connection to spirituality really was through what's called a breath journey or breath work journey. And it's just you and your breath, deep breaths. And the idea is basically you're shifting. So there's the nervous system is broken into sympathetic and parasympathetic. Sympathetic meaning fight or flight, parasympathetic mm -hmm. meaning rest or digest. And I mean, I could just be talking this whole show just about that and everything else. But basically what we're doing is we're mimicking a trauma response in these breathwork journeys. And most people have seen a lion can chasing a gazelle, at least on TV. Most people haven't seen that in real life, right? Thankfully. So, thankfully. And the other thing that's thankful too is like, you know, now that I'm uh, at the beach and ocean life and everything else, like if I'm out surfing, luckily I haven't seen a shark fin, right? But if I was out there on my surfboard and I saw a shark fin, it, it, you could bet that I would be getting into that sympathetic nervous system of fight yeah. or flight, right? right? So these breath journeys are really to mimic that trauma response to get you into the sympathetic nervous system because emotions are energy in motion. Like literally, if you look at emotion and you take the E out of it, you have the word motion and then the E, energy in motion. So what most of us do as adults is when we experience this energy that's supposed to be in motion, we constrict, we tighten and that emotion, that emotion gets stored in the body, whether it be stress, anxiety, sadness, grief, rage, anger, any of these different sorts of emotions. So these breath journeys are really an amazing tool to release all that's these emotions that have been stored in the in the body as well as trauma release. Mm -hmm. So I've been so passionate about breathwork journeys since 2019. And I did my yoga teacher training a few years ago. I mm -hmm. spent last year teaching, teaching yoga, facilitating men's groups. And then at the end of the year, I got certified in facilitating breathwork journeys. And again, the breathwork 
you know, it's a very big term. I'll break it down a little bit more because it's important to delineate the difference when someone says breath work versus a breath journey. It's very different because breath work could be as simple as something at the end or beginning of a yoga class where you're just doing a few deep breaths, kind of uh, alternate nostril breathing or box breathing or any of these sorts of things to shift you into parasympathetic nervous system, rest and digest. These breath work journeys are pretty much a psychedelic journey without any use of drugs, right? Mm. Because it's releasing DMT that's stored in the brain and DMT is that molecule that gives you the quote unquote hallucinogenic trip. Hmm. So these breath journeys are very, very different than like just light breath work. But uh, having said that, I've been facilitating these breath journeys for almost a year now and it's incredible. It's amazing to see the healing that goes on. And just this last week, I was, uh, I do this thing on Sundays when I'm in town on the beach called breath church, where people come and we gather in community, a little bit of a share circle, and we do different breath exercises. And I never bring my speaker to the beach when I'm doing this stuff. I never do it. We just use the sound of the crashing waves and everything else. Right. But I, for whatever reason, this past Sunday, just two days ago or whatever it was, I decided to bring my speaker. And the day before, I had my electric guitar sitting out and I've been getting back into like playing some metal and I had a buddy over and we were like riffing on different metal songs. So when I opened up Spotify and hit up the speaker, uh, I had metal there. So I looked at the people there. I was like, hey, you guys down to do uh, some metal for the breath journey today? And they're like, yeah, because I knew, I knew my audience. I knew my crowd, right? So just like trying it out, not even really knowing what I'm doing here, what songs, you know, just knowing like how to facilitate these journeys and usually using more traditional like medicine or yoga music, put on some metal, you know, and they all loved it afterwards. <laughs> and I create a flyer I'll share with you afterwards. Um, but I'm going to start marketing these helotropic, helotropic, because most people know holotropic breath work, but making it hella, right? A little edgier and <laughs> metal. And I have like lightning in the flyer and things like that. So I'm going right. to give it a try to do these like metal themed breath journeys, which a lot of it that I've been uh, feeling into recently is like, it's an exercise of sacred rage because we mm. don't have expressions to let out anger and rage. And it's not enough to just let out the anger and the rage through the breath work. You got to alchemize it back whether it be bliss, it be love, joy, laughter, any of these sorts of things, you have to alchemize it and bring it back. So that's uh, really alive in me at the time of this recording right now. And uh, yeah, love to hear what comes up for you with that. That's, uh, that is, a, you covered a lot of ground there. That's really cool. So, um, and Hella, that's, I, I, I was picking up what you were putting down there. That's good. Um, so what, one of the things I, I like to ask people, and I'm really curious to see where you go with this, is what are some things that you struggle with? Maybe you struggle with now or you have in the past and how have you overcome them? Yeah, that's a great one too. So the other deep dive I've been doing this year is with limiting beliefs. And, you know, mm. I, I can't believe how many people I've come in co contact with recently since talking about this so much that are like, no, I don't, I don't have any limiting beliefs. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> you must be the only perfect person on, on the planet, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you don't have that adversarial voice that comes through at all. <laughs> like, okay. Good um, for you. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I've been into Dr. Joe Dispenza's work for a bit. Mm. Are you familiar with his work? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's great. 
Yeah, he's incredible. He's like the real life Dr. Strange for those of you that aren't <laughs> familiar with Dr. Joe. But he talks about neuroscience a lot. And there's some simple stats that, you know, I've heard you say as well. And a lot of us in this space talk about how we have 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. 80% mm -hmm. of those thoughts are from the day before and 90% mm -hmm. of those thoughts are negative. So that yeah. a lot of people know that. But when it comes to the subconscious mind and really working with the neural pathways to build new neural networks and new beliefs, there's a certain process that I've come to, to build based off of the teachings of Dr. Joe, along with other teachers as well that I've experienced to kind of create my own formula. And the first thing to note is the theta brainwave state. And normal throughout the day, we're usually operating in beta. There's three different forms of beta, low, mid, and high. It's not important for this specific situation to talk about beta. However, theta is when we go to bed right before we go to sleep and right when we wake up in the morning is when the brain is in the theta brainwave states. Now, why that's important is because that's when the subconscious mind is most receptive to rebuilding new neural pathways for new neural networks said another way to reprogram your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times in whether it's personal development or soul development, you know, these type of circles, we'll talk about affirmations or manifestations or intentions or goal set setting. Right. And when we say these affirmations, it's okay. It's okay. But to really take it, a step further, there's two things you need to know. One, it's about the theta brainwave state and utilizing that to your advantage. So coming into whether it's breath work, meditation, or something that shifts you into a theta state or right before you go to bed and when you wake up in the morning, this is when you really focus on these affirmations, what you're calling in. For my clients, what I've done is I walk them through this process and they create some of these uh, limitless beliefs, I call it. And then I let them, I ask them to record themselves saying it on the voice memo app on mm -hmm. their phone. Then they send me the file, my team, my VAs, they put binaural beats to that. And then I give the file back to my clients. So literally like they don't have to sit in meditation. They could be brushing their teeth in the morning and the evening and just listening to them say their limitless beliefs with the binaural beats, which helps you to go deeper into that theta brainwave state. The other part of this that's important is what's called the shadow work. And this is, you know, from Carl Jung's type work. He coined the term shadow work and it's basically sitting with or bringing light to the different parts of your psyche that we're not familiar with. And in spiritual circles, when we say doing the work, a lot of times what we're talking about is shadow work, right? Mm -hmm. So it's so important to dive into whatever the limiting belief or old negative narrative and story is, because once you identify that piece of programming, you can sit with it, which I typically recommend in meditation. And I have a guided meditation that I walk people through and you accept it. You literally say this limiting belief, like maybe it's no one loves me or I can't make any money or I'm not, I hate myself, whatever the thing is, right? Like getting deep, right? And mm -hmm. literally repeating it as if it's a mantra in your mind and encoding it into your body, into every single cell of your body, like starting at your feet all the way up to your head, doing a body scan, breathing into what it feels like. Then we utilize something called timeline therapy to see that 
that old story shift to the left. That's timeline therapy. So it dissipates at that point. Then we have this new room for growth. Then at that point we can do the affirmations and the limitless beliefs and do the same process with scanning it into the body. Um, so these are like my one, two punch that I've been so focused on this year. And I've been going through, I, like I told you before we hit record one of the hardest times in my life, which kind of mm -hmm. led me to both of these works, you know, these different mm -hmm. types of things. Cause I've needed to apply it to myself and being like, damn, how is it that I can have this story of this is one of the hardest times in my life yet. And also mm -hmm. I feel really good day to day and moment to moment because I'm leaning into the work and I'm not numbing myself with distractions, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really powerful. Yeah, Joe, Dr. Joe Dispenza, I, I don't know if you and I have ever talked about, but I've, I've read several of his books. I, a lot of my meditation practices are based on things that he has talked about. He, he's, he's way too smart for me, but I, I've been able to incorporate a bunch, so it's really good. Um, so I guess speaking of that, what's, what's something that you recommend people start doing today that make, make their life better? Yeah, I think it's just how can I feed my soul today or how can I uh, honor myself? How can I whatever, whatever the question is for you? Some people's soul doesn't resonate. Um, if you're working with self-love, which I think most of us are, you know, if we're really being honest with ourselves, like and we look at the way we show up in the world, like a lot of times that drive that we have, I, I can speak for myself is coming from a lack of love. Right. So for me, a couple of years ago, I literally started every single morning in bed, putting my left palm on my heart, my right palm on my mm. belly, breathing into it and saying, I love myself. I love mm. myself. I love myself. And I mean, I still come back to that, you know, and I think the other side of it, how can I feed my soul today? This is my message of soul life balance being like work life balance doesn't allow for our mental health. It's all in the archetypal energy of yang, how we show up, responsibilities, obligations, soul life balance has that yin that you put that first and foremost. And an easy way of practice that is just honoring where you're at and being like, what do I need? What what do I, what, what do I really want to do? Do I want to pick up that guitar? You know, and am I prioritizing all my obligations and responsibilities first? And then by the end of the day, and it's a groundhog's day over and over, I'm just drained. I can't do anything for myself. And I'm just feeling like numb and depressed, right? That's the way to get past it. Just being really, really real with yourself and pausing and listening for the answer. That's, that's Good stuff, man. Final question. This is this has been good today, man. Uh, final question. I'm curious to know this one from you. What's a piece of advice you hear all the time that you think is actually wrong? Oh, oh I might need to think about that one for a second, actually. Oh, I, I do know. Um, so this is specific to like doing the work, like spiritual work or mindfulness, mm -hmm. whatever. I think um, so many people try to approach it as a to-do list. It's like they wake up in the morning, they do their breath work, they do their meditation, you know, they journal about their experience afterwards. Then they make a apple cider vinegar cocktail with some cayenne pepper and some uh, freshly squeezed uh, lemon in there because good for the gut microbiome. And then going outside without any shoes on, so you're earthing and connected to the earth. And then you're looking at the sun, so you get fresh vitamin D. And the whole thing is like check 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 and that's that's a routine you know but the yeah. real mastery in terms of your connection to your inner world your emotional state your physiological state your spiritual state all of this is asking yourself in the moment kind of like to the last question like what do i need now sure 
mm-hmm. might have the intention of waking up in the morning and starting meditation practice, but maybe I get there and I'm like, I don't feel like meditating right now. <laughs> if I force through that, that's that yang energy. And at the end of the day, what this whole journey is about is tapping into the yin. So mm-hmm. that's what I think a lot of people get wrong. That's super interesting. And I, I will say it's, I've heard, and you have heard me say, I do have a morning routine that I, I enjoy. Like it, it, it it fills me, but I will say that there, you, the more you read about personal development, like some of these folks, their, their morning routine, it's going to be 4 PM before you get done with the routine and be able to do anything, you know, like I, I, I it's good stuff, but at some point, you know, you know yeah, it can't I think, just I think be the morning great. routine. It, it comes back to intention, you know, yeah. and if your intention is that it's a routine, that's great. But if your intention is that you want to increase your mental well-being, your mental health and like dive into your emotional state, then that's outside of a routine. Mm-hmm. If, if you're doing it for your routine and that's your intention, then that's different. But yeah. for yeah. people that are really like, because a lot of the work I do is help people integrate spirituality into everyday life, whether it's through psychedelic medicine or not, you know, them working in their own ceremonies than coming to me being like, oh my God, now what do I do? Because my whole uh, worldview is shattered. And it's like, okay, we'll breathe through this and we'll work through this. But most of the people that experience that, it's like, okay, I want to do all this stuff like we talked about. So yeah. yeah. That's cool. Well, this yeah. has been great. So where is somebody wants to learn a little bit more about like grow through this? What do they find more about Sam Cabert? Yeah, I'll send you a link to this free five day challenge. It's called mm-hmm. Shatter Old Limiting Stories. Um, mm-hmm. Literally, I should be selling this as like a course because it's packed with so much goodness. But it's the whole process of reprogramming limiting beliefs into empowering limitless beliefs. It's a free five day challenge. It includes a visualization as well and homework nice. every day. My website is samkabert.com. And my big focus these days is bringing the message of soul life balance in the workplace through keynote speeches. It's awesome. Well, thanks for taking the time, Sam. It's always good to catch up and uh, I'm excited for where you're headed, buddy. Always. Thank you, Kirby. You bet. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. Delivering Marketing Joy.